0: Kia ora! Welcome back to How Not to Be an Asshole. I'm your host, Todd.
1: Um, I'm I'm the main host, Dominic, um, and that's, Dan's just lurking around here somewhere. That's my co-host, Dominic. Co-host. Uh, Come on now,
0: pretending that he's has some sort of authority. And I've there's been running the shit. And there's bloody Dan, our producer. Dan,
1: can you put in a uh, sample of like someone playing the trumpet? Trumpet, yeah.
0: Did you notice Dom Dan put in my cell? Oh, oh he, your your cell's clapping, was it you no, he, that
1: asked? No, that was it was his own idea, that's why he fucking put it in there. I no, yeah. see how it is, Dan. You're not getting anything by me. So So I um I went and looked at a property. Yeah. Um up north at a hall in the middle of absolute nowhere. Dan you're gonna and I buy some property. What's that? You're gonna buy some property. I'm going to try to. Yeah, we're moving the, in there, Dan. The bank might have other ideas. Yeah, sure. I, I, just, I just need you to sell your apartment, Dan, to um, fund it.
0: Say no more. If, if we get a couple hundred more patrons, this could be like an income equitable to the doll and we could all go live at Dom's property and just really put everything into this podcast.
1: Just be podcasting 12 hours a day every day.
0: It's the dream, really. It's <laughs> a fucking
1: nightmare. Um, speaking speaking of the
0: Patreon, sign up to that. Uh we have been promising bonus content for a while, but to due to no fault of our own, just uh, other people's fault, it hasn't come through. But I don't want to. I don't want to curse it. But the bonus content could be with you in a couple three days. days. Couple of days. Two to time. three days. But uh, who
1: knows uh, with the fucking guests that we have lined up? It looks good. The problem with
0: doing a leftist podcast is leftists are fucking. All like Dominic, the
1: Unreliable. Unreliable? You're the fucking unreliable one here, mate. That's a pretty good point. Followed closely by Dan. Hey, um... Well, I
0: resent that. <laughs> <laughs> what about all those times Dom was coming to record? And all those know?
1: times, Dan. I was just was telling a, someone... A, that, I was telling it was someone a about funny joke. joke on the weekend. It was a funny practical joke. Yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> um. um what good news... Talking? Good news this
0: week. Good news? Paula Bennett. Bye-bye.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Fuck off, Paula.
0: Later, Paula Bennett. She got um, thoroughly eulogised on Twitter uh, by people talking about her legacy of coming up as someone who was, I was on the DPB and I made something of myself and pulling the ladder up from under her and making life hell for fucking... Poor people, so see you in hell, Paula. Fucking scumbag. Yeah, it's a real piece of shit. Also,
1: um, I've got a gig to promo. Oh, go. Do it. Um, so not this Thursday.
0: Wait, can you do it like a radio
1: ad? Alright. Not this Thursday, 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 but next Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. Actually, it's on Friday, so. Um, Friday, July 10th. Come on, man. Uh, Friday, July 10th, um, there's going to be a book launch at Strange Goods, on K Road, which is a bookstore. Um, it's a book by a Christchurch writer called Laura Baradale, I think that's how you say it, um, called Sex with Animals. It's uh, 12 stories of erotic friction. Dan loved it. Um, so you'll it love out. it too. And I'm gonna <laughs> perform there. Uh, Muhammad is gonna perform there and Sam Takani's gonna perform there, who are also all Dead Bird writers. So, um, so yeah, that's Strange that's Goods, 7pm, not this Friday but next. Is Sam performing poetry now? What's he performing? Uh, he's, he's got a hot book of erotic um, science fiction. Oh, so fuck it. I think He'd he's going to be, be reading
0: from that. He'd be so good as a performer.
1: Yeah, so um, it's going to be cool, and people should come, have a beer, buy a book. Is, is Laura Borrowdale related to James Borrowdale? his sister.
0: Oh, it actually is? Yeah. Oh, shit. Cool. You should probably say, too, it's like six, uh, comma. With animals.
1: I would just, if I was her, I would have just call it Six of Animals. But everyone's yeah. like, oh, lucky it's got the comma. Yeah. But um, yes. she has she has a real job and stuff, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah,
0: some people don't like the insinuation of um, bestiality. I just want, I know we don't usually do this, but did you, Pricks, watch Dan Hooker fight on the weekend? Yep. Did it's you, more... Dan?
1: No.
0: He's your namesake.
1: Yeah. No. You're pretty much the same person.
0: I C- just wanna... except
1: he wouldn't have got chugged out by Jared fucking Abbott.
0: It just nah, no, he wouldn't. Like no way. way. <laughs> yeah, fuck. You know what? What? Now that you say that, I've always tried to kind of think who Dan Hooker reminds me of.
1: Is he so much like Jared in some ways? eh? Fuck. Holy shit.
0: That's crazy. But I did want to say it. Bums me out when I watch like, because this performance was incredible. And for people to understand it, he's fighting in, like, the hardest division in MMA against one of the best in the world, and mm. he nearly finished him, and, like, he, the, I don't think people understand how fucking good these guys are that are representing Aotearoa in this sport, which is a huge global sport, and... I'm sorry for people who like rugby, but you will never see a fucking performance that involves so much grit, determination, physical sacrifice, heart. It was, it's incredible. Like you should go watch this guy do his thing. He's like elite and he's from like tiny little pocket in the world, just killing it. He lost the fight, but he didn't really, if you go watch that.
1: oh, you think he won? Well, no,
0: I mean like he's not a loser. Oh
1: no, no, certainly not. From yeah, from I was that. pretty torn because I really like Poirier who is fighting because he yeah. uh, does all that community work and I've yeah. been he- following him for so long.
0: Yeah, Poirier is the fucking man. Like at least it was a loss to that guy because he's a fucking, he's a champ. He's yeah. great. Have you seen? There's a video of him getting the given the key to the city of Louisiana because he all the charity he does and shit and he's like crying and stuff, and it's just this tough fucking fighter who, yeah, it's beautiful.
1: What does the key to the city open up?
0: Good question, Dan.
1: You could get into Dan's house with the key to the city.
0: Yeah, it might be. But, Apartment
1: apartment seven, Onihanga road. Are you asking me, because I've got Peter Nelson. Nelson's prodigal son returns.
0: Even if I had the key to the city, I prefer to ring the doorbell at Dan's because I don't know what the fuck he's doing in there. I
1: don't Dan had wa- the key to Nelson, but then they took it off him when he got addicted to meth. It was a real fall from grace. <laughs> but he's crawled his way back now. That's so unlike Nelson.
0: <laughs> yeah, I thought that would be cool with shit like that. No, nah, they, yeah, they got... More intravenous.
1: They got really dark on Dan. They said, give us the key back. If if you,
0: if you thought Laura Bardell's, um Book title was shocking. Wait till you just let yourself into Dan's apartment with your kids <laughs> to the city. <laughs> what you walk in on?
1: Dan's book myth with cats. <laughs> How is your cat, Dan?
0: It's alright. As good as it can be. Fair enough. All right. I just, I just want to make a shout out to the premiere. Endless. Premiere.
1: Rabbiting on.
0: You were just fucking rabbiting on. I was just I can... about
1: to. The... Okay, go on then. Do some rabbiting.
0: Let me rabbit. All right. Here we go. Um, I'm back in stage three lockdown. You're more like
1: a more like a like a ox sort of walking down the road than a rabbit.
0: Ox is a fucking noble ox beast. wandering
1: aimlessly down the fucking street. That's and what your is co- that's what your conversations are like. Anyway, let's let's hear it.
0: Ah, oh, it's just we're back you were in never
1: sta- in fucking lockdown anyway. It's
0: we're back in stage yeah, and that's why we're back in stage three now. I bet
1: you can still go get fish and chips so. though.
0: I'd say so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bring so what's music.
1: what's changed
0: then? We're back in, like, level three.
1: But it's nothing changed? Yeah, I So the level, levels don't mean anything, they're just an I arbitrary can't, number. I, c- I can't leave my
0: area unless I'm going to work exercising. Getting fish or, and chips. Or, like, looking after, looking after someone's child.
1: On a date. Nah, looking,
0: looking after... Looking after someone's child? Like, you yeah. can go babysit. Yeah, so I might take up babysitting. What about um,
1: acts of vigilante justice?
0: Hmm... I think maybe if you're, I don't know, taking a machete to, like, a Bill Gates conspiracist. I think
1: that's, <laughs> that's, Dan, you know Dan's really into that conspiracy. Yeah, He's know, been posting he, on his Facebook. That's why, why I'm... Conspiracy.
0: All well, the listeners <laughs> should follow
1: Dan on Facebook, Dan Morberries. He has the best conspiracies.
0: That's why I'm sending a machete to you, Dom, to...
1: sort Dan out. Take care of this. So. Do you know what um when I used to live in Lynn, we lived in that house that's covered in vines, and I went and bought a machete from Bunnings and, and sharpened it up and it was all really exciting. And I started cutting the vines off, but the deck was rotten, and I fell through the deck, and the machete just went right into my leg. It was sticking in my leg and I was lying there, and everyone was just staring at me laughing.
0: That's fucking awful.
1: It was alright. It's true, Dan. <laughs> machete sticking into your leg. Yeah, that's
0: old old Dom. Home improvement dom. Yeah
1: that was my one foray into um, home improvement. But I guess once I own a house, I'll have to do it, or we'll, like hire yeah. some someone to do it. San. Nah, San's sick again. Um, get better soon, San.
0: I mean, and if you did hire him, someone's still going to get hurt. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Maybe you can come and look after the house, Dan, since you're a homeowner. Do yeah. like you got like a body corporate or something, though, no, are you? Yeah. It's one of those yes. houses. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write your body corporate and be like, hey, um, I just received this key to the city of New Plymouth. Does it work on Dan's apartment?
1: <laughs> All right, this is the worst intro to the worst podcast. Let's get on the road, Dan, play the fucking music. Bring the music. <laughs> Welcome back.
0: Little bit older, a little bit uglier. We couldn't get another producer, so Dan's back as well. Look at, look at this, Dan. We can divulge all this now. This is what, this is what tells me that to get into <laughs> I didn't necessarily like him, but I respected him. Well, everyone knew jewelry. He's a maniac. Further to him, cripple. It, this is an audio podcast, I'm huh? Sure.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what do you think, Dan? Hello, welcome back to... Oh, we've already done this, eh? Hey? I just go...
1: Yeah. All right. Yeah. Come on. Ah,
0: man. Sorry, sorry. How many sorry, fucking sorry.
1: How many fucking podcasts you done now?
0: Ten. Ah, uh, this week's guest is Adam Turaki, aka Dharma Rat. He's a rapper, an artist. Um, where are you from? Pukekohe.
3: Uh, I'm from Tuker, which is Where's... right next. Yeah, that's right next to Pukekohe. We're like North Waikato now. We used to be South Auckland.
0: Oh damn! That's a fucking downgrade. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's not much of it's, an upgrade where I am at all. Pookie flash. Way less cool to say in your raps that I'm from North Waikato than say you're from <laughs> South
3: Auckland. Yeah, nah, it was when they um introduced the whole freaking um the super city thing with Auckland. Mm, How they sort mm. of um sectioned it off and the cutoff was like right between Pookie and Torco. Yeah,
0: yeah, right. So what's so, that uh, yeah.
3: what's that area like? Is it like um farmland? There's a lot of farmland out, out of, once you're out of town, it doesn't take long to get to farmland really, but
0: mm.
3: yeah, for the most part, it's mostly just town, suburb. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Are you staying out like, there
1: still? What's that, sorry? Is that where you stay now?
3: Yeah, I'm in Pukikoi now. Yeah, so I'm in the slightly flasher version of Tuoko.
0: <laughs> Damn. So, um, what have I got here? You I think like I've been talking about getting you on for quite a while and then yeah. the thing that really prompted me to was uh, watching that performance you did at uh, what was the venue? Uh, Whammy yeah. Oh yeah at Whammy Bar Yeah of, Yeah that's dope Of your new, you. new song Arms Down and I think yeah. what really struck me about it was there's I don't want to shit on anyone but like there's a lot of, but you're going to. Yeah, I'm going to. <laughs> but there's there's a lot of rap music where people are like, ah, oh, I'm gonna make a statement about the times we're living in or issues yeah. Yeah. affecting <laughs> where I live at present, and it hardly are really
3: ever, going to resonate with
0: it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it hardly ever comes off sincere or. No. You know, and and you're like it's actually seeing like a live performance of a song like that. That was a real, real well written, which is a hard thing thank to you. do as well. Yeah, like, thank you. But like, there's passion in the performance, man. It was so fucking sick.
3: Yeah, well, that was just real, real emotion, you know. Yeah, I actually, I actually went through Facebook a little bit beforehand, so I was like. I was ready, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, the comment
0: section.
3: Yeah, hell yeah. And stuff comments, like just people, you know, spewing their little bits of hatred everywhere. Mm, mm.
0: So that's um, sort of... Yeah, I go. kind of, I frequent the the comments as well. Mm. I don't
1: know how you do it, man. It makes me, I... I, I Adam, I've recently got off Twitter just because of what's let alone the comment <laughs> section. Like, I just can't handle it, eh? Yeah. Because I was like, I was just like, you know, you're on there and something happens and and, and you're anxious... Yeah. And like why am I getting angry like why am I letting strangers make me anxious? You know?
3: Yeah, yeah, straight up. I mean, for the performance, because you know, I was a few beers deep, I was feeling <laughs> I was feeling pretty good. I was feeling really, you know, upbeat. I was positive and I was like, you know, I've got this performance coming up with the song. Let me just go through a little bit <laughs> just to, you know, recharge the anger that I had when yeah. I wrote the song. Yeah. And I was like, hell yeah, all right, let's do it. <laughs> uh, it's funny. Across.
0: It's funny you mentioned that too because like the when you start talking before the song, you can mm. see you're in a real good mood, like you're having a good yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> it's
3: it's like it's almost like getting in character, even though it's, it's basically just trying to feel how I actually felt. I needed to get to it. And mm. I realized that while I was saying what I was saying, stuttering like how how badly I was stuttering, but I knew um I knew nothing would really do it without hearing the actual start of the song and putting me back in it. Yeah. I, I was nah. going to go for quite a long time talking, but <laughs> I was like, nah, that's not going to happen. I'm too upbeat. Life is too good apart from this right now. So, nah, mm-hmm. I just need to hear the song. I thought, I thought you back. would being been
1: quite eloquent. Hey. Thank
3: you. I, I, fuck it. I suck at speaking. A lot of people yeah. don't realise it till they meet me because, you know, like, I sit and write a lot and they only really hear what I write. They don't hear mm. what is just coming off the top.
0: I'm terrible at speaking.
1: No, I'm the same. Uh, I disappoint people constantly. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: We, yep. We, should give, we should give, like, our, our uh, listeners from out of the country context. Uh, so mm. the song's called Arms Down, which is named after a movement where people are wanting to prevent the New Zealand police force being armed, they recently did a trial of um, doing an arm armed response to didn't, didn't go too well yeah no, three people no. got killed um, and yeah just I guess I'm guessing if you're listening to this podcast, you probably think that's a bad idea so
3: yeah, well, look what it would it could possibly snowball into look at America uh, right now yeah. <laughs> And it's that's it. yeah, that's the thing—is trying to stop it while it's just sort of getting rolling. Mm. Yeah, yeah,
1: but it seems to have had an effect, and I, do, I do, I do wonder if maybe the timing of the Black Lives Matter movement blowing up the way it has helped a lot as well. Mm. But mm. the resistance against it was—you know—people have really come together. It's not just the usual um, activists, you know.
3: Yeah, no, nah, it's. Pretty much everyone, because around this time of the year, well, this year anyway, with the coronavirus, everyone sort of had the time to be on social media and see what's actually going on out there. No one's really out and about, too busy to see anything online, so when you see something like this, it can really fuck up your day. And I guess you would
1: have had to have a pretty fucking sheltered life to think that, you know, the cops are going to be responsible with their firearms. No, they're human beings. Like yeah. we're yeah. horrible. <laughs> yeah, and
0: the the I think like the combination of the public response, but also, do you guys see about like that they fucked up all the reporting they were supposed to do? Mm. Like they, I heard they, about they that, yeah yeah they made a fucking meal of it as well. So <laughs> just That's they so just horrible, pro- man. proved they couldn't be trusted. Mm. Um, watching you perform that song, I was like reminded that I think out of my, like, whole catalogue, I had a couple songs I really felt strongly about, and yep. those are the best ones to perform. I imagine you probably have more than me than that, but there's those certain nah. songs, there's there's certain songs, mm, right? Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah. That yeah, feels, I mean, shit.
3: I've sort of switched up my whole style of performing um, probably in the last, probably half this year as... um. Because it was all, like, just jumping around, like, to big old banging beats and shit, just going nuts, making the crowd go nuts. And i recently just... It just felt bad because I was, like, sleeping on all my actual good content, yeah, good material. Yeah. So I was like, nah, I'm going to try and switch over a little bit so I can actually just start talking to the crowd and, you know, telling them about real shit. Mm. And, I mean, there's always time to go back when I want to, but...
0: Yeah. Yeah. But well, that's like in my opinion that's your best music My like my favourite songs of yours are the introspective moody kind of dark shit that you do like yeah that's a me shit, too that's the shit I really feel and <laughs> and I remember like and but you'd have this pressure right for live performances you're like i got to pick i got to pick the most lit songs yep. and I, I remember getting to a point where I was like oh that isn't really me and that was like incredibly freeing once I like start to focus on, okay, how do I perform Mm. a set that doesn't have much upbeat shit?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how do I link the two songs or how do I intro this one properly Mm. in a way that won't really take away from it, in a way that won't really have the crowd just standing there looking Mm. at you? And that's why I started, like, incorporating semi, like, sort of, like sing-along-ish sort of hooks in songs, so yeah because i kind of sing live so i'll have you know try and get every, <laughs> yeah, try and yeah. get everyone else to sing along yeah. and then while i just rap and rap and rap and rap and rap in the verse it's it's a lot different but i i actually prefer it a lot and the energy afterwards is just so
0: good yeah hell yeah mm. it's it's funny that a being able to like make something sound decent on a recording singing but just like when it comes to live, you're like, man, if I try and sing this live, yeah, it's gonna no, be real it's embarrassing. Bad.
3: It's bad. <laughs> I will. Yeah, you will never see me mute out the chorus track if I'm singing on it if I go do it live. Yeah. I'll let that thing play. It I seems
1: wanna... like this hip hop scene in in this country at the moment. It seems really solid and really um, interesting.
3: It is. I feel like we're just sort of at this weird time we're starting to get weird and that's what I've been waiting for Yeah, like the music's starting to get good and weird I feel like too much of my life New Zealand hip hop was just trying to be a good standard sounding like Mm. hip hop type of music but now it's like everyone's on their computers just doing it at home so people are starting to really be themselves and get a bit weirder
0: and I've been waiting (laughs) I've been in my room for a long time
3: have, yeah. have,
0: you, have you ever heard Jay Rocha? Because he's the guy that put me onto your shit. Like, he's R- a big,
3: yeah, is that the dude from Christchurch? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah I think I met him. I think. I right. Yeah. He's he, he's a big fan of yours, and he was like the first person I saw talk about your music. Um, Sick. He's I mean, definitely he, a fucking weirdo. Yeah, he's certainly mm. weird. I think <laughs> there was a lot of weird
1: shit in the hip hop scene here, though, like, you know, when we were first coming up, and then I think, you know, like, a bunch of stuff blew up that was pretty straight, and I think that that's kind of
3: yeah that you sort know? of influence there. Yeah, yeah. You probably saw it and thought, oh, I guess I, I guess I gotta be a bit
0: standard.
1: But it's still, it's still,
0: there's still very much this thing I feel where, like guys like yourself, Herman, you guys get looked over a lot when it comes to kind of certain media, yeah, and, and press, which you don't fucking need now, which is what's great, yeah, but. But like it's still I get bummed when I see you know articles about oh these are five five new great rappers coming out of New Zealand or these are like five guys you should check and it's like oh these are the guys that everyone already knows about and like, yeah. get get mainstream press and shit and I like no dudes who are yeah. actually like doing real interesting shit and in my opinion the best shit in the country and that kind of you. Um, Mm. yeah, I actually saw an, uh, an article today and it
3: was about like supporting your local and on the front had a picture of Benny. I was like, (laughs) like Benny's awesome. Don't get me wrong. But like, you know what I mean? I was like, support your local. Like Benny's good, man. (laughs) Like, yeah, (laughs) she's international. Like you could, you know, try and dig a little deeper. Yeah. There are a lot of great artists out there that, that a lot more than people think that this is part, like, not all, but this is part of their livelihood. Yeah.
1: But I yeah. think if, you, if you're getting, you know, like if you're getting crowds to your gigs and, and people, you know, are buying your stuff, I mean, in some ways it's almost better not to have that media attention because you, you, it means you you can do whatever the fuck you want. Mm. Whereas yeah. I think as soon as you start getting that attention, you know, there's a lot of pressure to sort of, you know, yeah, um, shave off the edges of your stuff.
3: That's true, yeah. At, I think at very first... My sort of goal was to just be relentlessly myself and just let them come to me. And it sort of worked. It worked to a point. And I realized I got to kind of dial it back and maybe we can meet each other sort of in the middle. Mm. And and once we sort of start that like relationship, for lack of words, um, then I can just be relentlessly myself. And people will know, ah. Oh, you know he's been with them he's all good whatever because in this country it seems like you got to link yourselves with certain things to, to look good in a weird way if that makes sense like what
1: do you mean?
3: like before I got a Sniffers interview I wasn't really shit and when I got uh. it people start looking at you different or like
0: true uh, and you got and the it's 64 sad. bars thing as well it, right That's bro
3: exactly that was another mm. thing as well people thought like I was just a hobbyist then mm. as soon as I did that shit, people were like, he's a rapper, he, you know, he's, that's fucking Dharma rapper. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So and like, then then they come yeah. to your Instagram and surprised to see you in the high-vis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. high-vis, driving the forklifts. Uh, so that's what you do. Like, i seen you in the high-vis, I don't know what you're doing for work.
3: Uh, I'm more office admin, sort of. I do, like, yeah. a bit of an all-round
0: sort of job. Yeah. 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 Who who who's some artists you reckon have slept on in New Zealand? Uh Herman's obviously first
3: in mine. Um Yeah. High Lace is definitely one.
0: Who?
3: High Lace? He's oh. fucking awesome, man. He's Off so shit. funny right. too. He makes yep. like most of his beats too. He's fucking awesome. Um Who else has slept on in terms of rap? Um can't even think of anyone, eh? Yeah. Um, there's a whole lot. I feel like a lot of them just need to find their footing. I think the reason people say that Herman and myself or sort of artists like us are slept on is because we've found our footing, but we don't have the, yeah, you know, the yeah. glitz and glam like everyone else seems to.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I always think of you two when I think of that. And I think... Um, I think uh, one of the reasons is like you're both so prolific and I've just been churning out all this real good music and then, because I guess for me stumbling across that music and then discovering it and then just being like, what the fuck, how did I not know about this, you know?
3: Yeah, I get that a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Like where have you been hiding, So I've been here the whole time,
1: man. Do you do Um, many shows out of Auckland?
3: uh, Here and there, I get, I... I don't really sort of organize my own stuff, so I sort of just basically wait on whoever likes my stuff to book me. I've done a lot in um, Christchurch with a group called The Settlers, who are real oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I've done like two in Wellington, and they're basically just because the person running the show likes my stuff. So, yeah, I get them sometimes, Yeah.
1: Mm. Uh, yeah, I really recommend booking your own shit, you know, and, and mm. choosing your support for what you like, because yeah. I think yeah. that, that makes a massive difference, because then you're not reliant on anyone, you know? Yeah, I did my
3: first one of those, well, Shelly and I, my manager, she helped um, organise it as well. We um, set up the first show that, like, was my show. It was crazy. Yeah. It was only a, it was only a whammy, but, like, I don't know. It was just felt so good.
1: That's awesome. Bro. Yeah. how? Oh, yeah. That's oh, kind of yeah, sick.
0: It's sick, too, to see, um, I guess, for, like, like uh, artists like ourselves, like, you know, I heard you on B the other week. Mm. And B and Whammy and those, like, old institutions, they were the ones that always, like, supported yeah, us. Fuck C- yeah, fuck mm. Because I, I feel like we're in a similar kind of lane to what you're in, mm. whereas we're doing Just our thing. Just the old-ass version. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's nice to see that continue, I guess, like... Yeah,
3: I mean, it's pretty tough. I mean, I started when I started sort of making music. Well, even like not too long ago, maybe like one or two years ago, I sort of tried to to go the whole my FM flavor route because I knew they mm. do hip hop music, or whatever. So yeah. went over there ish sort of for support and didn't really get it because my type of music isn't isn't that. So I didn't really have anywhere to fit. Yeah. And then there's BFM who support local music they know what's good like you know they like yeah. good music they don't yeah. care what it is if, if they like the sound of it they'll probably yeah. play it
1: do, do, you send, do you send it out to the other student radios as well?
3: yeah I, well, I went to Bass FM I think that was the only other sort of station I've really been to because um, you should head
1: up sorry you
3: go I was just saying they're like basically the only other one that I'm really fully
0: aware of is there yep. other ones all yeah, the country.
1: Like, yeah, it's like BFMs, but in different...
3: Like, there's a Dunedin yeah. BFM and I think that. there was one in uh, Christchurch that played my stuff a lot, too. And they're real um, cool.
1: Active. Is that Active down there? Yeah. I no, no, Active's one Wellington. Names. Oh, fuck, I don't know. But yeah, there's, yeah. Ones, there's ones
3: in every city. Uh, mm. Yeah, no, I, I really like what they all do. They, they're they just a lot more free. They don't. There's not too many politics with those sort of stations.
0: Yeah, and you go... Because I remember the same thing. Because I, I had a song once that I think my playlisted, and oh, it yeah. did. And it did heaps for the song. Mm. And that was early on when I was, like, putting shit out. So I was like, oh, sick. Mm-hmm. I'm on to a good thing here. But, like, I got no more support from them ever. And it was like... And what I kind of came to the conclusion was in the end, it was like, oh, those stations just... They'll only really play your shit if it sounds somewhat like the current American shit. Like, they don't yeah. want to. They don't want to promote any originality or like. Nah, you gotta be you know? yeah.
3: You gotta sound similar to the person they just played. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they'll play yeah. after you. You gotta fit right in. That's what yeah. I like about BFM. It's like you never know what the hell's gonna come next. Yeah, you could get you could do a
0: song with Peter T and Deej, and you'll. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no thanks. <laughs> you, you get some my FM love. you know need a dirty sish collab. Oh shit! I, I talked about it on the podcast the other week, but oh, um, are you
1: obsessed with this? Uh,
0: yeah, it's so funny. Did you see his um? <laughs> did you see his COVID conspiracy freestyle?
3: Pandemic one.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's amazing, right?
3: It's. <laughs> I'm not depressed.
0: <laughs> 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 because he's he's delivering it with like the almost the earnest earnestness and passion that you did your arms down song with. But like it's he's a real good actor, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. his. just yeah. I think his was just sort of too many bells and whistles. <laughs> it's like it's sort of like a taste versus talent sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's whereas like I think I probably think overall he's got Quite a lot more talent than me, but I think maybe in that sort of department, my taste might get the upper e- upper edge on it.
0: Uh, yeah, I'd have to agree. Um, so I, yeah, I, I
3: just like wrapped over a pitched dirty sample with some simple ass drums,
0: and you know, he made it this whole
3: Hobson sort of thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um, I, I encourage people to go get the views up on the Dirty Sesh Pandemic freestyle. It's <laughs> Straight up. Fucking, it's fucking good.
1: I was reading this, um, fuck, I can't remember where I was reading it, but it was, a, um, it was an article, it was this academic talking about the, um, like art and creativity, and they were saying that basically, I don't know if I agree with this necessarily, but they're saying, you know, you're born or through your early stages of your life, you develop taste, and then mm. as an artist, the rest of your life is basically trying to make work that's as good as what you know it is. Do you know mm, what I mean? So, mm. so you, you, you set the, the bars set in your mind and then you spend the rest of your career trying to reach that. Exactly. Right. And that's and basically if you don't, it. And if you don't have that, it doesn't matter how talented you are, your work's always going to kind of be garbage. Yeah, you,
3: like I, I've never been always good at this. I was fucking horrible when I first started, but I knew what I thought was good.
1: Mm. And yeah. I always,
3: yeah, I always try to get there and I don't, I'm nowhere near it still, but yeah, yeah I,
0: basically right here. I think nearly everyone's trash to begin with, right? Except, man, I I was, like, uh, the lucky recipient of, like, the first thing Dave Dallas ever recorded. He sent it to, really? Yeah, he sent it to a couple people, and I'd been, like, sending— I'd been, like, putting stuff out, and I heard this thing he put out, and I was just like, fuck, he's so good at rapping. Like, (laughs) it was ridiculous. Jared was like
1: that too, though. I remember the first time that I heard him rap. It was, like, so phonetic. And he was still a punk then, so he'd like, a mohawk and shit, and he was like, I've written this rap, and he did it, and it was like, and i have been rapping for ages at that point, and I was like, what the fuck, like, <laughs> you know, because no one yeah. was really rapping like that in yeah. New Zealand at that time. It was like um, Church Leon's the same.
3: Fuck. Mm. He was young, ripping people up. Because um, I remember his whole thing was he was trying to keep up with uh, Earl Switchard. I don't know if you guys know Earl yeah, Switchard. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. he Because, you know, Earl started at, like, 15 rapping like just multiple syllables like crazy yeah and so that was his whole thing right and yeah so and i was the same age as earl so my thing was trying to keep
0: up keep up with him but well, ugh, no way how old, <laughs> wait how old does that make you now like mid-20s yeah 25. oh shit! yeah I'm old old switcher still looks like a child though he does eh? and br- he's got br- the dreads to like hide his face yeah. now too wait. He he raps like a forty year old man though. Hell yeah, he's crazy. He's got the wisdom of an old man too.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) his flow too. His flow is so like you can't you can't follow it. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's unpredictable.
3: It's it's almost like he raps it on another beat that's got a different time signature, then grabs that verse and puts it over his other beats. Yeah, because it's like it's like he knows he's on time. It's yeah, I can't explain it. It's
1: real weird. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm. Where did the name come from, Dhamma Rat? Um,
3: oh, fuck. Where to start? So it started with my tag. My graffiti name was uh, Reminis, R-M-N-S. Um, and then my nickname was Remy. And then it was Remy Rat, which was a rat on Ratatouille. Uh-huh. And then I was, uh, I was going under the name Remy Rat for my music. And I was like, I don't really like this name at all. <laughs> so what I did was I m- mixed up the word Adam, which was D-A-M-A, and then rat. So it was Dama rat like that. And I was like, ah. I, 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 yeah, I think I'll just join it and add a couple of silent letters to make it look flash. That was basically it.
0: Yeah, right. So when, when Jared, uh, Jay rocher hit me up to he was like, oh, have you heard this guy? Mm. And, and the name, I, I can't remember my exact name thoughts or feelings but I was like sort of fucking music is someone called Dharma Rack gonna make yeah like, you never know eh? was, it was real fucking confusing man I was like oh yeah
3: yeah you, I really you, want to change
0: it <laughs>
1: <laughs> I fucking <laughs> hate that name <laughs> it's, it's a good with, name yeah I like it I don't it. like it have yeah. you read um, Dharma Bums by Jack Carrick no what is that um, it's a novel um, sort of semi autobiographical you know Jack Carrick he wrote On the Road he's like a beat poet From the fifties, wow! Um, And it's one of his novels. That's sick.
0: On the road is like I read that. I forget how old I was, but I've been rapping for a while. And when I read On the Road, it was the it was the thing that made me want to get good at writing lyrics. Wow! Yeah, that's sick. Real good book. What What are you doing? On the road. Yeah, it's amazing. I
1: know. Everyone, everyone plays it out now. Because, yeah. but um, I reckon, I reckon it's, I don't know, it is what it is. But it's, I, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty incredible because it doesn't really have a plot and it's fucking long as. But it sort of still engages yeah. you.
3: I love that shit. That's like that Once Upon a Time movie. Everyone's mad about that having no plot. I love that movie, man.
1: Which which film?
3: The Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. The Oh yeah, yeah, Quentin one. Yeah, yeah, and I enjoyed
1: sh- that too.
3: Yeah, everyone was shitting on it for having no plot. I was like. They're making
1: references for, like, an hour and a half. Enjoy it. It's cool. Well, so, yeah. so if, you, if you know um, you know what happens with the Mansons, it's kind of like... Yeah, it's leading up to that. So you're Yeah, like, and, it, and it's you're got like, the undercurrent. Like, it's this sort of yeah. dread. That's what
3: I loved about it, because I knew what was coming. Well, mm. even though they changed it, but I knew something was up. Something was on the horizon.
0: Yeah, a, lot, a lot of the best films, like, don't have a real plot. Like, I watched that... Uh, what was that one I watched recently? Something, something Florida? Oh, no oh the
1: one about the kids li- living in the hotel.
0: Yeah, and it's just an observation, like, of life, but it's... Yeah, what it's, the
1: fuck is that called?
0: It's beautiful. Look oh, it the, Dan. F- the Florida Project.
1: Good work, Dan. Yeah.
0: <laughs> shot, <laughs> Dan.
1: That, that guy, that guy, um, he's the one that did Tangerine. Have you seen that? Yeah. Tangerine. Uh, it's all shot on the iPhone 5. It's about... um. These two trans women, and one of them's just got out of prison. She's trying to find her boyfriend who's been wow. cheating on her. And, um, but That's it's just so good, man.
0: Yeah, but sounds it, good. Fuck.
1: Everything that dude's done, Sean something is really good. Because he, he did a film, so basically he did a film before that that had, like, a proper big budget, and um and it's really good as well. It's, it's about a porn star, and he's looking after his little dog. But then... um And it it came out, and then he was like, "Yeah, everyone said it was good, but I didn't have any money, and I wanted to make another Mm -hmm. film, but I had an iPhone, so I just went and made this film for like ten grand, and then that's what blew him up. That's
0: so sick, and it Mm. looks beautiful, like it's stunning, stunning filmography with the iPhone. It's crazy.
3: Wow. Did Apple give him any uh, (laughs) sponsoring or anything after that? Surely. Shot, know. like how they do those shot on, shot on an iPhone sort of ads.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I that think was, it definitely got them a lot of press. Um, because of that, yeah. Yeah, you know, because there's that real point of difference. Mm. That's cool. Yeah, yeah so no, dope. You should definitely check
3: that out. Mm. I've been actually thinking of doing a music video on just an iPhone just for that sort of quality. But yeah. Again, I, always, I, think it might, I think it might be too good, if you know
1: what I mean, like the quality might be too good. <laughs> just you get like an old dirty. phone. Yeah. I yeah, so I work, with, I work with teenagers and I always tell them that, like, some of them want to make music videos and they're waiting for NZ on their grants. And I'm like, fuck, man, like, you don't need that shit anymore, like.
3: Nah, you can use your phone, you'll be If you've right. got a good
1: idea.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: hell yeah. My
0: friend... Too my, hard. my friend shot me a music video in London and it was, like, sick because we're on the tour bus and the tour bus looks sick. <laughs> and, like, then we're in London City getting footage and shit and then, um... All the all the files were corrupt or some bullshit. I was,
3: oh, fuck bro. yeah, <laughs> that'd I was, be heartbreaking.
0: Yeah, I was gutted, man. I had like this because we're on tour with this grime group from Wales, and they yeah. were all in the video and shit. And I was like, fuck, never be able to get that again.
1: Damn, <laughs> yeah,
0: that's so sad. I was pissed, man. Fuck.
1: Sorry, what about buddy. the one we made you where Tom had the fucking camera on the wrong setting, so like every. The yeah. frame or something's missing. It's yeah, just well, like...
0: this, was Tom, <laughs> this was Tom again.
1: The same Tom?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, this was Tom.
1: Oh, I can't believe oh, you trusted man. him again.
0: Yeah, if a guy called Tom wants to shoot a video for you, Adam, just... <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't oh. fucking do it. <laughs> how, going, how, how, when did you put out your first project? Um...
3: Bro, I've been I've been making projects for ages, but releasing. I think since like two thousand thirteen. Oh yeah. Yeah, but they were absolute garbage. It was just me like I can put a project together. Um, are, are they still up and available, or you get rid of them? Nah, they're on uh, private on Bandcamp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, um, hey, but, yeah, I, I've been dropping since 2013, like, quite consistently, too, for that long. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, up till this point, this is my first year off any Dharma rap projects. Yeah, right. And yeah. It's so been different.
0: What's your favorite song you've ever made?
3: Oh, bro, um... Um, shit. I mean, do they have to be ones that have been released
0: because everyone's always going to go to their new stuff? Um, yeah of course. I was kind of asking for the listeners so they can go to yeah up. true, true. So um, something that, something that's available
3: Probably my song sometime yeah yeah, yeah. I think sometime is so simple and I'm like, yeah, it's just about life and death really, and it's very, very simple. Just the way it's yeah. structured. I think that one maybe, yeah. or I don't know. I like I'm okay, even though it's like the mainstream one by me, even though it's not mainstream, but it's the the, the yeah, go-to yeah. for most people. Yeah, I, I do I, like
0: that song. I heard like I listened to your like segment on B the other day, and you were talking about um, which album is it? The real dark one, Wilkins. Wilkins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I heard you talking about that and then saying that, like, you're in a real good place now, like, yeah. with, your, with your mental health and shit. Does yeah. that con- Does that concern you, that you won't be able to make, like, good music if, if you're too, ha- <laughs> too happy? It did when I was coming out of it. I was like, yeah.
3: fuck, do I need to come all the way out? Could I just be like... But I realised being in a good place doesn't mean every day is, like, rainbows and puppies. So, yeah. like, you know... If I have a bad day, I'm probably going to take advantage of it. Um, (laughs) Nah, I mean, the cool contrast with this album I'm working on now is like, it's got similarities to Wilkins, but it's like, it's like a happy Wilkins. I don't know, it's just like a, like everything's all, like the samples I used in that were all just very down and like dark and muddy, but these ones are all like nice and. I don't know. Oh, okay. Man. Yeah, it doesn't sound cool with me saying it like that, but... <laughs> do you do, do like, your own production? Yeah, um, most of it, most of it. This project is all me, though. This one is... Mm. I'm trying to make it sound like me from start to finish.
1: Because if you want any beats that from sound like they're from 2007, Dan's, Dan's got you. Hey, Dan. <laughs> waiting for that. Hell yeah. <laughs> the chipmunk that two, samples and shit. That 2007 boom-rap... Yeah. Yeah, it's pitched just up Hell, yeah. samples, Just, just plays. samples. Hell yeah! <laughs> maybe you can, maybe you can put a put one of your beats just in here under under this then. Cool, bro. I'll put that on the list. Sweet, and do yeah. it. The um, same beat,
0: <laughs> the most repetitive one. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was curious, Adam, about like I heard you talk about your mum and a couple songs. Yeah, and like. Uh, I don't know if you wanted to discuss it on here, but you're doing your music. But your mum was in jail, right? Yeah, bro.
3: Yeah, she was, um, like, that's three fucking, times.
0: That's fucking crazy. How old were you?
3: First time, I was about six. Second time, I was about nine or ten. Yeah. Um, the last time, I was 16, around there, 16. Yeah. Yeah. So like it took up a big old chunk of my life because she was like, you know, every sentence it gets longer and longer and longer. So So it took up a big chunk,
0: yeah. Yeah, because like, so like my perspective of jail is like going there myself. And then, you know, friends whose dads are in jail. And fuck, I've known some people whose mum's been in jail as well. I feel like that one to you, to if I can internet meme it, hits different, Mm. right? It is weird.
3: It's, um, I mean, I don't try and exploit it. I'll just slide it in there because it's something that affects me kind of. Yeah, but,
0: yeah.
3: Um, yeah, I mean, it's real different. I'm I'm used to hearing Jail spoken about, like, I just did my lag. You know, people, they talk about them doing it. And yeah. I'm talking about the effects of someone else doing it. And, yeah. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I think that, fuck, that's something I like about your music too. And, I mean, like, there's tons of authenticity to what you do, which Mm. is something rappers all think that they have, right? All rappers think they have authenticity, but there's there's levels to it. Um, Yeah. But listening to your, like, introspective songs makes me as the listener, I'm, like, curious about your life because you kind of, like, touch on things, Mm. but you don't lay it all out there. But Yeah.
3: Like I don't want to show you pictures of family members that died and like I mean unless they're old they were in the video I got my nans there but you know like people that died and I don't know show photos of people and tell you their names and shit like I used to do that but I've sort of tried to grow out of that and Mm. yeah I can only take you so deep
0: (laughs) Yeah sure It's like um, I guess like your mum's experiences and then, and turn, your experiences with that is, mm. that, is that, like, you know, fuel for, like, when you make a song like Arms Down? Why you're so passionate about that?
3: Yeah, well, because I've seen, like, you know, police being cunts since I was little because of all that shit. <laughs> yeah. I remember, like, I've seen judges be cunts. I've seen screws be cunts. You know, like, so it all started very young, so I think it's it might be a bias why I don't like police and all that, but it comes from a real place. I don't just do it for the
1: uh, fuck the police sort of meme. It's not really a bias, yeah. though, eh? It's just that you got no, to see what they were really like from a young experience, age. Experience, I guess, yeah. You know? Mm. I think, yeah. yeah. I always Great think, job. like, you know, talking about, like... um it's always hard to know how much of your trauma and how much your past you should put in eh? And I, I yeah, I, I was um I was actually working for a student or well, a bunch of students last night, and one of them, because I always tell them like don't go to that worst place. You know what I mean? Like, you obviously, you might want to write about that, but it's like there's some shit you want to write about when you have the craft locked, you know? Um, yeah. And but then one of them went there, and it was yeah, it's quite hard to sort it of gets, be like yeah, maybe maybe just leave that alone for another few years until you. You know, you yeah. have the deftness of craft to sort of handle it. And, and like,
3: if, and when you get creative enough, it's it's not fun. It's, uh, what's the word? It's cool to, like, just dance around it. If yeah, that and
1: makes pull, sense. pull back at the mm. right time.
3: And, like, yeah. rather than saying, like, I don't know, my friend ran into a tree, just say, like, skin against bark, or, like, I don't know, just somewhere. Yeah. Where, like, I'm talking about it, but I'm not, you know.
0: Yeah. That's something Dom always or something Dom taught me that was real helpful, and when I'm working with kids now with creativity, the mm. idea of show don't tell,
1: mm.
0: yeah, which is yeah. like, just so essential if you want to fucking write about personal things or dark things and
3: yeah, it's that, something that's, I've recently learned to do. Well, probably like a year recently, sort of learned to do. Just don't take
1: them all away. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's also about looking out for the audience too, right? Because, you know, the audience doesn't want to have 100% of your pain. They might, you know, you can give them some of it, but you know, you've got to give them some, something else as yeah. well. Like, um, it, gives more,
3: it gives a lot more, like, relatability if they sort of can draw things from it and it draws parallels to their lives as well. Mm. If you're specifically talking about a wrongdoing that was done to you, with names and dates, <laughs> people are gonna be like, yeah, that's sad. I don't really <laughs> connect to it though. <laughs> yeah. Are
1: the you, else? um, are oh, you, go Toby?
0: Are you, uh, you invested in the upcoming election? Sort of, to an extent. I think as a
3: basic person, my age would be. Yeah, Um yeah. I don't like that Todd uh, Muller dude.
0: Yeah, nah, no, nah, I don't, I don't think... like him. Yeah, he's Is
3: pretty... he Todd... Is that, like, Todd Muller? That's, like, a stoner's last name, eh?
0: Like, <laughs> the mulls. Yeah, he's... He's pretty shit, but, um...
3: Imagine that dude leading us.
0: Oh, my God.
3: Leading, like,
0: Pākehā, Māori... Like... <laughs> nah, he's
3: not a leader, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, nah, he's fucking... He's making a meal of things as well. So... The, um, a new poll came out. Was it last week the new poll came out? Yeah, yeah. So Labour's down nine points to 50, so they've still got a, a majority they could lead with. Mm. Nationals up nine to 38. Greens are up one to six, so they're over the 5% threshold. And New Zealand first have plummeted. <laughs> which is great. Winnie's truly <laughs> fucks things up for them. Exactly. Um Yeah, they're, they're not going to be in next time. Um, and preferred Prime Minister, Ardern's on 54, Muller's on 13. So what I take from those poll results is get some of that, some of Labour's 50 over to the Greens. Mm. And that looks like a uh, better four years than the last ones.
1: Hell yeah. Hell mm. yeah. I just hope the Greens don't fuck it up. You see all that shit that came out? Was it yesterday or the day before? Oh, Rose. Yeah, and it's just what like. What
0: happened? Ah, oh, so. Um, you know the comedian Rose Matafeo? Oh, the Guy Williams thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So Rose, Rose was invited to. MC, like uh, their campaign launch mm-hmm. and then she was uninvited and she emailed them or something and she posted the email on Twitter and was kind of like, ah, oh. and so she hasn't said how or why, but she said she was, sh- her understanding was, was that Golra's, um fuck, I can't say her last name. It's like Dharma rat. <laughs> With a G. Gaha man. Um, that she had personally axed Rose from the from the gig because Golris dates the comedian Guy Williams who Rose used to date. It's real silly. Is that
3: it? Like I thought it was yeah. I thought it was cause she used to date Guy Williams cause he he's got some
0: different political views or something. But that's mm. it because they used to date. And now the green MP Goras is, is dates him. What?
1: <laughs> just because it's going to be awkward or something? I, I don't know, man. But, it's, but it's just bit of speculation too, like, you know? Yeah, like, but it,
0: it looks like have you their response has been weird, right? Mm. Yeah, but I mean,
1: mm. I don't know. I just sort of feel like, uh, you know, even if... Um, so how do you pronounce her name? Gores. Gores, Even if she's like a petty, um, jealous person, it's like, whatever, yeah. she's a good politician. Yeah, yeah. It, it really, mm. it really you know does... I mean? It's, a bad, it's bad
0: optics, but it actually really doesn't matter. A- and we should probably um, temper that by talking about what was actually important in the last couple of days with the Greens, and that was their, what's it called, their poverty action plan. Mm. Yes, yes. It's got a GBI, <laughs> yeah. I, heard about,
3: I actually heard about that. I was like, how are
0: you? Yeah, so the poverty action plan, I won't have all the details in my head, but... Come on, my, Todd. My favourite one is they want to put a wealth tax on millionaires. Uh, introduce two new higher tax brackets to create a fairer, more just tax system. Mm-hmm. Um, and what then, about all the
1: dumb motherfuckers who are like poor, who are complaining about them taxing millionaires? I know,
0: what the fuck,
1: like, <laughs> and do you know <laughs> It's what? like, you're never going to be a fucking millionaire. Do you know what the wealth tax is? No. Nah. 1%? That's what it actually is. <laughs> One oh, per- you mean you mean in this policy? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah, in their in their plan,
0: the tax on millionaires, the extra tax is one fucking percent. Like, and I think they're saying that would create all. like $8
1: billion, yeah. that would create $8 billion which they could spend on health and welfare and shit. That's insane, because when I saw it, I was like, that's not fucking enough. Yeah, but, out. we should take all their fucking money. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah,
3: give them a cutoff
1: point, eh? Yeah. But
3: everything else you earn above this amount, yep, that's uh
1: Or that's just, just send them to counselling and be like, hey, how come you want to be a millionaire for? <laughs>
3: what do
0: you need this what's, much what's money? What's going
1: on, man? I'm, imagine making a million dollars a year,
0: right? And you're going to lose an extra 1% of that.
1: But you know and, what, it is, the but no. what it is. And notice. But what it is, is people that, that get that rich is because they're addicted to fucking money. They're like gambling mm. addicts, you know what I mean? So to them, it's yeah. like, uh, you know, it's you're fucking with my addiction, like...
3: Yeah, yeah, sure. I love seeing that number go up. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Um you can I think so it's it's working in in the form of a petition. You can go to the nzgreens.co.nz site and sign up for the petition. You can also go there and sign up to volunteer for their campaign as well. So those are good things you can do if you um, want millionaires to give more money to poor, struggling people. Hard out. Oh, yeah. I do. Yeah, me too. I'm fucking into it. Yeah. Yeah, what? What's that? I want, like... I want to... Perhaps we could do an event, right? Like, if if they got that policy introduced... And we could get... we hang all
1: the millionaires? No,
0: no. We get get all the people, like, they get a benefit increase and we create a pool... And we do like a big party, and just call it like I don't know. I'm invite Mike Hosking, and there's gonna be like, and there's gonna be nice champagne, hors d'oeuvres, and but it's gonna be all beneficiaries eating it, and then we just all we'll live stream and like to to Mike Hosking or something that will irritate the fuck out of him.
1: <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Pull mm. pull Mike Hosking. Yeah,
3: I've heard the argument about. Um, what about, like, people on the dole, uh, like, dole bludgers that um, will be uh. getting more money? But I sort of uh, interjected with, um, well, just because there are some people that are obviously just, like, dole bludging. There are there are people out there doing that, but there are so many single mothers and single fathers and people that genuinely need the, uh, the money, people with health issues that uh, could really use it. So the small amount that are just... Taking what they can, it doesn't yeah. really. Yeah, it's kind of un, it's irrelevant almost. But it's also yeah. I
1: don't I don't think people should have to work. You know, like and and
3: yeah, most yeah. Most people, yeah. most
1: people, most people will like it's uh, unless someone has a mental illness. Like most people, if you just give them money and you know they don't have anything yeah. to do, they're going to do something. You know, they're either going to make art or they're going to com- do something in the community or they're yeah, gonna, course, just going to get a job. Of course. You know, like it's only people that are depressed that are probably that. You know, it's yeah. It's this weird idea that, you know, like
0: I don't know. Yeah, well I'm I'm a reformed doll bludger. Oh
1: we and, we all
0: we all are. And I was I was purposefully on the dole. And the reason was was I had no options that were fucking like Yeah, yeah. That, and that's that what I mean. Need, you needed the money. So it's, Yeah. But like yeah. my my work options were fucking like soul crushing. Mm. So mm. But the I other just, thing
1: is people are working too much, you know what I mean? Like, so if if they yeah. reduce it to like a four or even a three-day work week, then there can, there's more jobs that, you know, to go yeah. around. And yeah. and it's also like, you know, COVID really, really um, showed us like who were the essential workers. And it's the people getting paid fucking minimum wage. If you bump that up, because even in mm-hmm. Australia, you know, if you work at Coles or whatever, it's like you get paid pretty decent. It's like yeah. kind yeah. of like seen as a desirable job, whereas here it's like the supermarkets are... Fucking bullshit! Yeah, yeah. yeah. like how no they one how really they how they fucking took that pay rise away from them the minute that the country opened up from the supermarket workers. Yeah, the um,
0: and that that was another part of the Greens poverty action plan was um, what was it? I think it was people who were like incapacitated who can't work for you know health reasons, and I imagine I imagine that includes mental health, of course. Yeah. Would get. I think it was like 80% of like a livable wage mm. to live on, which fuck is so good. Like, yeah. People it's crazy have that. when
1: you get sick because, like, um, Adam, I was, I was sick for about six months where I couldn't do anything. And I was like, I was like oh, I'm sure I'm going to get looked after now. And, and they didn't even like, I couldn't even get on the benefit for about six weeks. And even then it was like, they, they make you go to the doctor every other fucking week and they're trying to kick you yeah. off. And it's like, I was getting two sixty, you know, which is obviously fuck all. And yeah. I think, I think at those times, and let alone imagine if you had a illness like a illness that wasn't going to go away, like you were just that was you for life. Mm. It's, mm. you know, because you can't have any kind of hustle or anything when you're doing that.
3: Yeah, exactly. I've got a mate who's on the dole, and he really, really wants to work. Hey, it's pretty, it's pretty soul crushing to see. Hey? Yeah, yeah. He like was telling me how he really doesn't like it. And I was like, fuck, that sucks,
0: man. I wish I had something to, yeah. Well, it is fucking terrible too, man. Cause I, and you know, there is that, so that perception of the dull bludger is- That they don't care, yeah. Yeah, they don't want to work. They got it cushy. It's like, nah, that's not what that experience is at all. You feel really shit about yourself. You feel purposeless. Um, And it's, like, a self-fulfilling cycle as well. It gets Mm. worse and worse. Like, being on the dole doesn't make you feel positive about, like, it's not going to build up your character to fucking, like, enter the workforce and, like, Mm. uh, go sit in front of people who you think don't want to give you a job. It just fucking perpetuates it. It's horrible.
1: Yeah. But at the same time, like, I would have never become an artist if I hadn't been on the dole. Do you know what I mean? Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't have had that time. And I, and I think that, you know, like, I don't think artists, you know, I think artists should be supported, especially early on. Like, maybe, mm-hmm. if, maybe if you've been doing it for five years and you still haven't fucking got anywhere, then you have to go yeah. wash dishes or something. But, you know, like, I think, like, <laughs> initially you need that time, you know? Um, Hell yeah. To find your voice and to fucking spend those hours to get that <laughs> How- bass.
0: How do you how do you balance full-time work and your music and you got a partner as well right and a dog
3: Yeah yeah I'm living a semi normal like yeah yeah life um I mean I work quick anyway I sort of worked I used to work like my uh, I don't say I work my ass off anymore I used to work my ass off trying to get to where I am now that I can make songs quick Mm. so what I yeah I used to work just countless hours and now it's basically a case of when I feel like you, you know you get that feeling you just mm. want to let something out then yeah. I'll make a beat or something I'll make a lot of beats though just on my laptop sitting around the house yeah. you know so I can do two things at the same time write lyrics while I'm there as well
1: yeah. it's
3: um recording which is what I do when I get a moment yeah. everything else I can kind of do when i want because i've worked myself like tirelessly to the point where i can just do it whenever i want yeah, yeah.
0: fuck i can't relate
1: like, no nah, neither man i, I nah. struggle
0: i struggle to do one or the other like a job or making music so
1: yeah i i find, I, find I, I can do like 20 20 hours a week but after that my inspiration just fucking yeah. dies.
3: yeah yeah um, now, I was a weirdo when I sort of um, first started and wanted to get good. I would mm. um, work like 12 hours. This was at my old job. they did like 12 hour shifts. Then I'd be up fucking like two in the morning just going hard. Then I'd sit in my bed for like another hour just listening to what I did that night and just, what do I need yeah. to do?
0: That is psycho. That's it, yeah. was,
3: it. It was horrible. My room was a fucking mess. The stench was bad. That's some Jedi shit I smoked when, back then like it, and like I just had mad like just trays around oh it was bad I was, was yeah sounds had, like
0: you you're the Rat Bukowski or some shit
3: Yeah it was like I don't know I was just I was just and I was at my dad's house too which made it worse so they were they were just excited to get rid of me mm. <laughs> But when when does this new project come out Um Early to twenty twenty one. I'm hoping, if oh, so all goes well, which is which is which it is going well at the moment. So yeah, oh, early so two thousand twenty one.
0: Still a while. Do you wanna um? In that case, do you wanna send us something to put on the end of this episode, a song, to play? A new
3: one.
0: Oh, I can do it. Oh, if it's a new one, that would be yeah. sick.
3: Yeah, I'll, I'll give you guys a new one. Yeah, Hell totally. yeah. Just don't, like, release it on its own. <laughs> nah, <laughs> people haven't. have to, like, go through the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: that's amazing, bro.
3: Yeah, so. well, because that's sort of what I did with the BFM thing, like, because uh, Arms Down, I don't know if it is anymore, but it's, it's like, scheduled to be on the album as well. And what I was doing, I was like, yeah, I'm going to perform it and I'm not going to release it at all, like, the studio version, nah. Yeah so like that's the version people get and yeah they can watch this whole thing and then hear
0: it yeah amazing fuck we appreciate that
1: i'm um, um, all good where are we so, at for time den bang on boom so, fuck i'm good at that <laughs> you're just looking at a fucking clock dude yeah i'm not looking <laughs> at a clock
0: <laughs> what there's isn't a fucking time on your screen
1: oh come on now <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right um we're gonna let you go, Adam, but appreciate you coming on heaps, man, and Yeah, thanks, and, bro. And giving us a fucking song to put on.
3: Oh, nah, thanks for having me guys. This was actually really cool. I was oh. kind of nervous at the start. Oh.
0: <laughs> so and thank you for pretending that you knew about our podcast when I hit you up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, I see I see your Instagram. <laughs>
0: uh, uh,
3: uh. <laughs> Shop, bro. Thank I you saw so the much. um I saw the Like the um, trailer when you guys were coming back was like the podcast no one asked for or something (laughs) like that.
0: That's that sums us up really. (laughs) Nah, that's really good. Yeah, shot. Thanks, bro.
3: Yeah, nah. Thank you guys. Too good.
2: Now that ain't be don't be silly Drifting from the men that grew to hate because I really Wanted to be more than they see when I'm chilling Fuck that money, I want millies, I want millies I just want that cool air freezing up my moustache I don't wanna die no more, homie, don't ask I don't tend to cry no more unless I skull fast
1: And hear a song that reminds me of you That what you needed to, I guess the blood
2: flowing through my chest is finna ooze if I confess All the moments that I skipped out Trying to forget about Who I used to be I ain't that motherfucking kid now I don't wanna think about it all I've gotta get out Tennessee the bad and everything Until I sit down I just want millies Get the fan for the big shout Pay my little cousins You bills so they don't miss out Die for my motherfucking Get these people on my side I'm just doing what I did When my homie was alive Go be mechanisms Different right as as It's all as mine I just like letting out What is on my mind uh. Simple and plain I do spit for the fame I see them giving away They sold for minimal gain I ain't that tight The devil held his hand tight Couldn't get a grip of it I found my way back right Had to go with Gaia I'm Apollo I ain't worried about what happened Then I worried about tomorrow That's the dog that's enough. That's enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Die for my motherfucking fan. Trying to grow up and be a man. Times like these I might scram. Times like these I might scram. Die for my motherfucking fan. Trying to grow up and be a man. Times like these I might scram. Times like these I might scram.